Hello, welcome back. Welcome to Secret Lowlands podcast. Nice to have you here. I'm your host, Agle, and today I am going to explore probably one of my favorite topics. It's about being a shadow artist. So what a shadow artist really is, I'm not sure whether this description, this type of uh, an artist has been coined by Julia Cameron or not, but that's where I really came across this concept. So Julia Cameron is this wonderful creative development person. I mean, she is an artist herself and she wrote this wonderful book called The Artist's Way. And so if you haven't read it yet, I cannot recommend this enough. It's just so powerful. And I've been hearing about this book for ages, but somehow I never read it because I was like, I don't know. I was too busy being an artist, I guess. And yeah, and not too long ago, I finally uh, dived deep into it. And oh, it resonated so much with me and everything what she talks about and her practices. And it's just so good. In her book, I just really uh, finally got the name of this feeling or, or this state. Um, which I could never explain. I just had this, I don't know, madness inside of me. And this is so familiar. So first of all, I think it's important to go to this universal truth to me personally, that everyone is an artist. Everyone is inevitably a creative being. It's just absolutely natural to us. It's who we are, whether that is actually producing some art or finding creative solutions to problems. Most often we think that we we don't even know that we are being creative or that we have these creative gifts, but we do. And so, yes, to be an artist, an artist that uh, most of us know in the society, in this world, is uh, for someone to really claim their identity as being an artist. And to be an artist is, it really takes a lot of encouragement and support and nurturing from our family, from our friends, from our circles, from our environment, from our teachers, from from all the people who are really believe in us and encourage us to do it. However, this is really rare, at least in my environment, but I'm really, from my humble life experience, I can see that for most people who I meet who have absolutely wonderful gifts, very obvious gifts, the scenario was very similar that we're born into these into the society into these communities where being an artist being a creative is something it's like it's a joke it's not taken seriously is not something sustainable it's not 
serious. Where I'm coming from, there were only two ways. You would be either laughed at for deciding to do something creative, to declare your creativity and your identity as an artist, or you should really exhibit some extraordinary talent to then be taken super seriously into the best creative niche schools so you can uh, from very early age start developing into this professional artist professional whatever uh, who works every day after school in art school most likely a musician at least that was in my environment someone who was learning to play a particular instrument or something but truly truly treating it as a job rather than a fun expressive experience so these were two ways an artist a creative person could be perceived and in our families you would really not be encouraged to be a creative in fact you might be asked to just be normal and to just be sensible and be practical and be logical, be realistic and all that. I remember I would be called the artist or the philosopher, the dreamer. These were not used to really appreciate me for my gifts, but rather to kind of lightly laugh at me to kind of not take me seriously and even these days if I speak with people from back where I'm from about some big things with big enthusiasm people just try to find um, a label explain to themselves why I am so different than they are we were probably told that art won't pay the bills and Truly, for me, it was super, super discouraging situation where everybody were telling me, you know, that I should not pursue my path because there's no way I'm going to earn money. It's so hard. It's impossible to make it in the arts world. And, you know, I'm thinking now I have now some experience in really living off my creativity. And I'm just thinking... It's such misconception. It's almost like it's easier to believe that it's so hard to make it than to actually try. It's harder to allow yourself to entertain the idea that it is possible than just to decide in your head that no, it's not it's super hard, almost impossible, which is not true. Just to have fun in your life and to live from what you love doing doesn't necessarily require for you to become worldwide famous or it's just so much simpler than that and I can't believe that I actually bought into the story of having to you know go super high up and like prove myself to to someone and to become someone to actually allow myself to call myself an artist it's just such nonsense and I'm so glad that I took this path which is really difficult path because I okay so I'll share my personal story there are quite a 
few sides to it. So first of all, when I decided, I always knew that I want to do creative stuff. It was just never a question for me. I knew it from day one. I knew it started with music and and it should have stayed with it. But I then started um, getting really into photography, but it was never really my plan to have it as a career. It was just a hobby. I always wanted to do music. Anyway... I um, got too afraid to do music. Well, now we can go back to um, how our environment can really fuck us up. So (laughs) there was no encouragement for me to do anything creative whatsoever. I mean, I could say that there was because obviously my parents somehow put me in different places at different times, encouraged me to do stuff, but it was never really that serious for them and as a true manifesting generator even though I had no idea about it then I really tried a lot of things because I would try something I wouldn't like it I would leave and then and, and, uh. but the longest I stayed and I think the most time I really invested was in, in singing and, and yeah being in this music world uh, however I never really went to music school because my mom had bad experience when she was a child and I saw a lot of my friends going to music school and absolutely hating it so I never really asked for it so I never learned to read music and that straight away became an obstacle for me because I thought that if I didn't learn to read music and I didn't go to music school it's too late and literally I was still super young when I decided that it's too late for me and also I remember at some point my mom made these comments that you know you can sing and you have a good hearing but you know your voice is nothing like your friends and my friend she had like this opera voice she really was truly gifted and um, yeah after that once the person you care about the most makes this comparison to you, I straight away blocked myself from from singing, from music. I just couldn't ever allow myself to truly express my voice because I felt like I don't have it or that I was just too ashamed and too embarrassed. And I remember even going to the all sorts of uh, choirs and uh, pop music uh, groups with girls and I was always suppressing my voice I remember that I would not allow myself to sing my full potential I would never allow myself to sing as loud as I wanted to and to really show my voice Um, I I just felt so embarrassed of it somehow like I I felt like I have to push it down and so because of this I somehow decided that photography was something that was very easy and natural for me and it was a good hobby I never felt like it's going to be my career but the more the older I was getting the easier it was for me to kind of choose photography but still I didn't choose photography I actually decided to choose directing and I wasn't sure whether I want to do film directing or um, theater directing because I was really into all sorts of arts and I was also very much into leadership and uh, you know taking part in student council and organizing events and I just loved this life and it felt so right for me So somehow I escaped my true deep desire of music and I projected myself into this world. And um, 
then I decided, okay, it was the time when we had to choose the subjects for our final years and somehow I had to make the decision what I'm going to do and I decided that I'm going to be a director, film director, just like this. I don't know where and when I made that decision. I just, over a night maybe, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a film director. And when I told people, like everyone in my environment, even though I've been already taking photos for a long time and I had quite a good understanding, it was really going well for me. I feel like I've been really doing it from my heart it was just something so natural I didn't think about it too much but it just felt like yeah if I combine my leadership organizational skills with photography then I can do film directing I don't know if it makes sense now but then it made perfect sense so when I told people that I want to do it that I want to study it everyone around me everyone around me were discouraging me they were saying, don't be silly, what are you going to earn, think again, really, what is this, what kind of plan this is, this is not serious. There was this family of doctors, like um, our family friends really uh, achieved uh, doctors and they came to our house and they, when I told them that I want to do this and I, that I want to study abroad as well, they were saying, you know, we have this friend um, a child of our friend and she went to study something creative in London and she tells her mom that she is so poor that she cannot even go to a restaurant and afford a cupcake and I remember the story to them was like so legit and so serious and to me it was just like infuriating I was like fucking what like a cupcake what what are you talking about like who cares about a cupcake and the restaurant like I what I want to just follow my passion whatever you know like if I'm gonna have to save up and you know be a tight ass I will but like at least I will be following my dream you know and yeah so basically everyone was discouraging me my family my teachers my friends even so with my friends it was even the best not all all of my friends were discouraging me but some of my close friends would say don't be stupid what have you directed so far what kind of films have you made you know like what kind of filmmaker are you and you know these words like <laughs> they really burned me now as I'm thinking back I just really needed to get into some art school so I can finally allow myself to truly call myself an artist because as I said in in the environment where I'm from to call yourself an artist is just like you know if you call yourself an artist people will either laugh at you because they don't take it seriously or they would be so mad like how dare you to call yourself an artist prove to us that you are show us what have you created have you been shown anywhere like are you famous does anyone know you like is your work acclaimed like you know who the fuck are you to call yourself an artist that's how much rage there was I was definitely doing it just so I can get this permission to myself to call myself an artist and to finally prove to all these people who were like naysayers I made it I made it into the one of the best schools of art in the world and you know here like fuck off leave me alone now I can do what I want so this is one part of the truth so definitely definitely a shadow artist because I was never encouraged 
actually the opposite. I was discouraged. I was told that, you know, I'm not that good. And I love drawing and painting, but, you know, I wasn't good at it. So um, my arts teacher and my mom also made sure that I know that I'm not good at it when I was really young. <laughs> so obviously also discouraged me from doing it because I was so frustrated, like I could not do anything right. I was this kind of crazy child. And then when I turned 16, I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And I started doing it. And then somehow I got some acceptance because people started liking what I do because I didn't give a shit anymore about like what they think about me. But still, it was just the beginning of my rebellion. You know, it really took much longer for me to allow myself to create and to express myself creatively in the way I want without having to feel like I need to prove anything to anyone just doing it for the sake of fun and expression and joy and playfulness rather than for the need to prove myself to earn many f money from it or to become someone or to be validated so this was a fucking long journey so yeah shadow artist on that side but now the other side of the shadow artist is that okay so I did manage to go to the art school and I studied film and I still stuck with film and photography because photography was so natural to me that it was so easy for me to kind of make money without even trying where of course with filmmaking it wasn't the same but because I again like we were just always really threatened that it's so hard it's so hard like only if you can make it which is all fucking bullshit like everyone needs a filmmaker right now everyone it's just uh i can't i can't you know there's this gatekeeping people who really wanted to be artists themselves but didn't have the courage they became teachers or whatever or critics and then they project their fears on other artists like students or whatever and then they really discourage them it's just vicious cycle and yeah so basically yes I got into the film school I studied film I was not happy doing it because I knew that I'm running away from my real passion which was music since my childhood and yeah a lot of uh, my friends know that this has been you know always something I was so afraid of and and I had to really work through my shadows to allow myself to go back to music. And I started taking steps like super small, super slow. But I guess it's also nice because I didn't choose music. I was since I was so afraid and I felt so traumatized by my environment. I chose other things and, you know, I'm a visual artist, so I earn money from it. But now I can also focus on music without the pressure of having to make money from it or, you know, become big or whatever. I can just really do it for fun and to learn it from scratch and to really, oh yeah, so <laughs> it's exciting. But this is definitely me being a shadow artist. You know, I chose to be behind the camera because I was too afraid to just be the performer and you know, I'd rather befriend all the music people, producers, DJs. I'll go to all the music gigs and music festivals. You know, I have the unlimited budget for like music because obviously, you know, a shadow artist. Um, and so, yeah, but I would just not dare to do that music myself, although I, to make music myself, although I would dream about it. I would, I would like cry. I would start singing and I would cry, you know, because it would just, it's just such a wound and such emotional desire, I guess, 
So it definitely there there is something very deep that I, I'm about to go deeper into. I wanted to share my story and how I see this shadow artist in my own life. I, I see it from different angles. And I just wanted to say that for me to really be where I am now, the journey was, it was obviously about improving my skills and learning new things. But truly, it was just about, it was just such an inner journey. It was just such self-worth work, confidence work to really find some grounding in who I am apart from anyone else. So yes, shadow artists. In the book of The Artist's Way, Julia Cameron writes, timid young artists adding parental fears to their own often give up their sunny dreams of artistic careers, settling into the twilight world of could-have-beens and regrets. There, Caught between the dream of action and the fear of failure, shadow artists are born. So for me personally, yeah, I was rebelling against these feelings and definitely they are so present and I'm sure that many of you can relate because I observe my friends around me from all parts of the world and I see, I see the same in them. There are the gifts they have. I have a friend who... Just one example, there are so many. But one friend, so talented in expressing herself through words, through poetry, and has such a beautiful voice as well to do it. But that's her secret um, passion. And, and I don't know how much she does it anymore, but uh, here you go. Those could-have-beens and regrets is just nothing worse than that. And I felt it through my life. And every time I was getting away from music, I always felt that those those feelings, those challenging feelings, and of course the fear of failure is paralyzing and it's ever-present. And there is no way to deal with it rather than just confront it and, and to really do things and fail a lot. Unfortunately, <laughs> there is no other way, I think just um, increasing our failure tolerance. And so the difference between the shadow artist and the declared artist is that declared artist has audacity and the shadow artist is just um, somewhere in the shadows. We are faced with the question of how do you know that you are an artist? Maybe within ourselves or our environment and most likely we are shadow artists we will feel that we don't know and that not knowing not being able to prove that to others puts us in the back seat of this beautiful journey of self-expression where deep inside we know that there is just this dream this feeling this urge this desire there's rarely any proof but the dream it keeps on persisting throughout our lives and that is how we actually know that we are true artists, each of us actually. But now let's get into those signs that can really allow one to identify as a shadow artist. So first of all, you are focusing on others and giving out your energy to others in order for them to fulfill their creative vision, their dreams rather than focusing on your own creative visions and your own creative dreams. The second one, 
often you experience creative urges or maybe you experienced them in the past, but you always choose to do something else instead, something maybe more practical in the moment. Third, you appreciate art and creativity deeply. You invest your money to experience or obtain other people's creations that feel close to your heart. You put a lot of effort in decorating your environment. You have an impeccable taste. But you'd never take the credit for the beauty you create around you in your environment and in your life. You would never take the credit for being an artist because of this. And you would never dare to call yourself an artist. Because to identify as an artist for you is just not an option. It, to be an artist is for, for someone else but not for you. Fourth, you feel like to identify yourself as an artist, you'd need to have a degree in arts or great acknowledgement for, from the external world. You need to be well known and loved for what you do. Fifth, you have a very low self-worth and you cannot accept or admit the fact that you have an artistic dream for your life. Sixth, you feel extremely attracted to or you date people who are declared artists or creatives of some sort, so you can live your desires through them. Seventh, you are too afraid to take the steps in acknowledging your creative desire. Your biggest fear is the fear of failure. Eighth, you think that art is not for everyone. Ninth, you tend to choose shadow careers, something close to your desired art, but not the art itself. For example, choosing to be a critic or curator instead. And the tenth, harshly criticizing yourself over the fact that you haven't acted on your creative dreams or blaming yourself for not acting fearlessly. These are the ten signs that every shadow artist can identify with. Again, I feel like I want to quote uh, Julia Cameron because she wrote so beautifully. The whole book is just too amazing. But she says... For all shadow artists, life may be a disconnected experience filled with a sense of missed purpose and unfulfilled promise. If this sounds familiar to you, you know, if you are a shadow artist, you will definitely resonate with this. And I definitely <laughs> resonate with this so many times in my life I felt it. So I think this is a beautiful way to really conclude the signs of a shadow artist, the qualities of a shadow artist. But don't get too disappointed if you discover that you may be a shadow artist. I, you know, I am a shadow artist, even though I am also an artist, but I definitely am a shadow artist as well. I'm working through it. That is why I'm talking about it. That is why I'm so excited about this topic, because every time we shine some light on something where a shadow you know things come to the surface there is space for integration sooner or later it happens we have to be patient with ourselves it is not easy for us to transcend our creativity from being a shadow artist into a declared artist but it is possible and it does take conscious effort to dismantle our shadow artists to reprogram ourselves to decondition ourselves and um, yeah we can do that through shadow work which I talk about in one of my previous episodes you can go and have a listen on that 
There's also a beautiful Notion template I've prepared, like a beautiful guidebook for you to start shadow work on your own, to just get a sense of it. You can find it on my website at egle-slowlands.com slash shadow. And also, important thing in integrating your shadow artist is putting yourself in the center and prioritizing your own work instead of other people's work, your own vision, your own activities, your own time. Basically, imagining someone great you admire, an artist that you admire, and asking yourself, how would that person be in this moment? And then taking the steps to implement that behavior in your day-to-day life. That can be one step in really becoming a declared artist. The other important thing in integrating your shadow artist is nurturing your artist child. So since our artist children weren't nurtured or even they might have been hurt and discouraged from being creative and artistic, they are hurt and they need attention and they need time. And so whenever we have a creative urge, time, when, whenever we feel like doing something playful, silly or fun, something without caring about end result, just enjoying the moment, enjoying the process, it's really the time when our artist child, our inner child is communicating with us and asking for time to play. And we cannot ignore it because if we will keep on ignoring it, it will become even more hurt and we will feel unhappy and disintegrated um, not whole basically and again this sense of regret and, and loss of purpose might occur in our lives and identity crisis and confusing feelings and and feeling really blocked and stuck so please I want to encourage you please 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 listen to your creative impulses listen to your artist child communicate with it meditate with it there are so many ways you can care take care of it and the final thing i have written here is taking oneself seriously so yeah julia cameron says this in her book and i also wanted to reinforce this idea of taking yourself seriously we are so fragile we can't take ourselves seriously we are too shy, we deny our talent, our gifts, our skills, we make ourselves small and if we don't take ourselves seriously, no one else will ever. If we decide that we want to finally pursue our creativity, our creative path, we gotta take ourselves seriously, we gotta respect our desire, we gotta claim, we have to reclaim in fact because it's you know each of us have it it's our birthright but we have to reclaim our creativity our creative power our artist and i really wish that for you okay so one one last quote from julia cameron she says creativity is play but for shadow artists learning to allow themselves to play is hard work and so be aware of this because it is true at least for me it is really true that being creative is just so natural to us. It's it's just a force of nature, is easy, is fun, but 
not all of us grew up in this kind of environment where having fun and living easy was encouraged. So we have to find space in our lives to do it now, even if we are way older than being children. The truth is that we carry the child inside anyway. And this concept of age and time is just an illusion we created anyway. So yes, I hope that this podcast was any use for you. I felt like this was truly groundbreaking stuff for me. It was uh, transformational to <laughs> go through all this experience, but also to really put the name onto this concept, shadow artist, and not to feel ashamed of it and finally liberate myself through this knowledge and you know, the more you have the knowledge around it, the more you are aware, the more you create space, the more you can connect with others around it, the more you, yeah, you create space for integrating it, you notice it more, you start being gentler with yourself. So yes, please do allow yourself to play, connect with others who are also deprived of playing and having fun and let me know whether this was uh, at all resonating with you whether this was useful whether it touched anything inside of you if it really if it tickled any of your feelings i would love to hear from you and if you listen on apple podcasts i would ask you to subscribe and leave a rating as apparently it really helps for more people to hear this podcast and for me it would be really nice to kind of get this message out there so more people can allow themselves to finally start their journey into their creative freedom and joy and fun and ease so yeah that's all i have to say also i just wanted to remind you that if you feel a little bit stuck you don't know where to start i want to invite you to go and um grab my free empowered state uh, guidebook it's um it's this beautiful loving guidebook i created for you to use when you feel a bit stuck and low and um, confused maybe um, it's a good place to go to get some inspiration to reflect on some questions i have um, the journal basically to have some rituals around uh, your creativity and fun energy magical energy in your life so you can access it at egle-slowlands.com slash empowered i wish you all the best i send you much love and i can't wait to hear from you